0: Thank you, thank you. 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 Good morning. Good morning. I see y'all coming in. Oh, God. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Melodies from Heaven by Kirk Franklin. And I told y'all when something is in my spirit, I just have to play it. Um, Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Check in. Let us know where you are hailing from this morning. We are so just grateful to who and what God is. My God. Melodies from heaven rain down on me. on me. I love God. I love when He puts a song in my spirit because that song will just carry me throughout the day. Um sometimes y'all know how I am. I'll stay on a song for a week. I hope you are well today. It's your girl, Lakeisha M. Johnson, A-K-A-L-M-J. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about my LMJ. It is so funny because when I, I didn't have an Instagram and God was pushing me and pulling me into ministry and I was looking for an Instagram handle, And in this season, God was just doing some things in my life and people were like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I just thought, yeah, I'm just being LMJ. Like, I'm just being who God created me to be. And that's where it came from. LMJ is my initials. (laughs) Um, But it was like, I'm just being LMJ. I'm just being who God said I was. Um, nothing greater, nothing less. But when you see the LMJ, it's I'm just being who God said I am. And so then thus, when God said, name it LMJ Ministries, cause I was trying to find and create some names for the ministry, I'm like, okay, we are gonna call it Restored Hope or all of these other things. And God was like, nope, we're gonna call it LMJ Ministries because I'm calling it LMJ Ministries. I'm naming it LMJ Ministry because I named you LMJ, And um, the J is my married name, but God said, this is what I call you. So it's like, okay, just being LMJ, I'm just being Lakeisha M. Johnson, who God called me to be. And I'm not going to be anything less, and I'm not going to be greater than God. So it's it's cool because most people who call me, and before I was LMJ, a lot of my friends just called me LJ. Um, They would say, LJ, hey, LJ. And then I got some funny other nicknames from growing up. You know them nicknames that your family members give you that you have to try to explain to other people um, and those are funny because i have a high school nickname as well and then all my family members used to call me something growing up so it's it's there but it was part of my identity and if you didn't know by now we don't name ourselves god names us like god gives you a name and even though sometimes. Um, I I used to ask my mom, I was like, why did you name me Lakeisha? Like, it's a thousand Lakeishas on the earth. And my mom was just like... It was the most precious and beautiful name. And I was like, yep, yeah, my mom's on the hood. <laughs> but um, I love my name and I love all my name. Like I love to be called La-Keisha, not Keisha. Like I like all my name, like call me La-Keisha because it just signifies what my mother named me. And whether or not, like Jabez, I was born in pain or whatever else, it don't matter keisha this lakeisha lmj was appointed by god to the nations to preach the gospel throughout the world and so i'm honored because when god called me he called me by my name and he said come here little girl and i'm gonna put this ministry down in you and i got this purpose down in you and i knew you from when you were born and I'm calling you into entrepreneurship and I'm calling you to speak a word to a generation that will change their life. That's what I put down on you. So I'm not ashamed of my name. I'm not ashamed of what's going on. may maybe something going on with you. Jess, can you check Instagram for me? It could be your internet because all my stuff is flowing on this end. Um, And so you got to understand about your name. You can't be ashamed of your name. You got to know how and what at the end of the day that God qualified you. He qualified you to be wife. Don't get me stirred up. He qualified you to be mother. He qualified you to be husband. He qualified you to be boss. He put those deep desires and those things deep down in you. And he called you to what he was calling you to by name. He called you by name. He said, come here. Come on, Xavier. This is what I'm calling you to. Come on, Renee. This is what I'm calling you to. Come on, Sonya. This is what I'm calling you to and he stuffed all this greatness down in you and I know some of you sometimes don't feel great or don't feel like you understand your purpose but it's inside you I promise it is there's just there just comes a moment that when you keep pressing into the face of God that it'll pop or something will scratch the surface or something will wake you and awaken you and say to you this is what you were called to do But a lot of times we don't get it or we don't understand it and because we've experienced so much adversity and so many different things happening in our life, we don't understand who we are and because the devil was so detrimental, has been so detrimental in keeping you from your purpose or keeping you in a less than state. That's his assignment. He always wants you in a less than state. He always wants you broken. He always wants you to think you can't be successful in marriage. That's why he's kept you in a cycle of um, broken relationships. Because he knew if you were in a continuous cycle of broken relationships that you would never... Is it still paused? Um, Because it says it's still live. Hold on. Let me take your Instagram. We're going to end now delete video delete sorry y'all I'll come back thank y'all i don't know why it would be paused so we're back i'm sorry and so he just likes to keep you in this perpetual state of brokenness because he knows if he can keep you in a perpetual state of brokenness then what happens is okay we're back live on instagram then what what happens is you won't even receive the fullness of your purpose like you'll water down a portion of your purpose or you'll only become as great as you think what great is or you'll only become as successful at what you think successful is you won't walk into the fullness of what God or how God hold on, hold on. okay i'm sorry you won't walk into the fullness of what God called you to be as successful. And that is always the plot and the plan of the enemy. If I can keep you from recognizing who and what God said about you by smoke screens, by tragedy, by um, certain circumstances, I will keep you in a state of second guessing yourself. And anytime you're in a position in which you second guess yourself, Then you're double-minded. You're unstable, and He knows that if He can keep you in a double-minded or a unstable state, then what you won't do is you won't walk in the fullness of who you are. So God may have called you to be a teacher, right? And you accept the call of teacher. But what God has really said, I want you to be an administrator. Um, I want you to open your own schools. I want you to go to Africa and be this boss person over there. And what happens is, is it there, Nisi? What happens is then we turn around and we find ourselves um, in a position where we reduce the call or we don't accept all the call or we don't petition God to get him to understand the more, like the more is not working. I don't know. It's working on my end. I'm seeing you guys come in. I don't know. That's strange. Um and so I'm it's 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 different. Oh it's sluggish and pausing. I don't know, because it looks fine on my end, and everything else is working, so I can't I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. Y'all forgive me. I don't I don't know. Hold on. I'm gonna shut it down one more time. uh. Will be great today. Y'all buying the spirit of delay off Instagram. I thank you, Father God, for your word. Let me shut it down. We're a little bit behind, but we're gonna keep moving and I'm gonna keep teaching as Instagram gets loaded back up. So you need to understand that in a lot of time when I start talking about purpose filled or purpose driven life or start pushing people according or closer to their purpose or helping them understand how the enemy works against them, most people will pause or shrink back. And the reason that they pause or shrink back is because nobody ever talked to them like this. Like nobody ever talked to them like this. Like nobody ever said to them, girl, is something deeper in you, or man, is something deeper in you. Nobody ever said to them, you're called to something higher, you're called to something greater. And when I say called to something higher and something greater, you may call, be called in this season of your life to be a stay at home mom. But even though God is calling you to be a stay at home mom, he's calling you to be a stay at home mom and it'll look different. It won't be ordinary. I remember when we had a season in which God called us to be homeschooled. We were a homeschool family. And when we were a homeschool family, it was culturally not typical for African-American families to be homeschool families. And so we were one of our only and few friends that were homeschool friends, like homeschool families. But in this season, that's what God said. He was like, I want y'all to be a homeschool family. I want y'all to, I'm calling you to walk in this. I'm calling you to walk in being a homeschool family. And so we began to homeschool our children and it didn't necessarily line up and make sense, but it made sense to God. And so when my husband made his transition, um, we were this homeschool family. Well, we had given Jaleel and Josiah and um, Judah such a foundation when they transitioned into school, they were not lagged, they were not behind. And I think that was significant for our family because of where we are, because of what was going on um, in our health, what was going on in our process, what was going on in our life. So you got to understand more of what God has said about you. You got to understand that God is saying more about you. And a lot of times we don't petition God and ask God, show me all I am. Like, show me all I am. Show me all who you call me to be. Um, give me clarity. Speak to me more, more about um, purpose. Talk to me more about who and what my purpose is. And God will begin to talk to you more and more about your purpose and give clarity. You're not just here to be a worker. <laughs> You're not just here to be a worker, you're here to be the worker. And whatever that we the worker is, it looks more excellent and it's more defined. I don't care if God calls you into sanitation. You gotta understand you are to have influence and impact in everything that God calls you into. And in everything. And everything and so ask the Lord remove the veil off my eyes so that I can see me the way that I see me the only reason we don't walk full into our purpose is because we don't see ourselves the way God sees us and we don't think that we are worthy enough of what God is calling us into and we will shrink back or we will hold back and we will not move into the fullness or we see part of the vision and we take off running too soon. And God is saying there's so much more to what I show you. And then purpose often unfolds in stages. So he gives us some in this stage. He gives us some in that stage. And he just keeps adding different phases to our life. But we, if we don't understand the vision for our life or the mission for our life, we won't get clarity in it and we won't walk in it, right? We won't walk at that nagging thing that keeps nagging us in the inside. And so then we just take jobs or we just connect to anybody or we don't understand divine relationships and positioning um, because the reality is kingdom has to be in every situation in every atmosphere and in every place. And when God is calling us to kingdom, he is calling us to a place And a position in which we walk into the fullness of who God called us to be in Jesus name amen so I want to pray I want to get into the word today I know anytime God leads me into talking about purpose that um, it's something someone needs to hear someone needs to understand who they are in Christ Jesus someone needs to be encouraged Um, Someone who may be older needs to understand that without a doubt, without a doubt, like without a doubt, um, that they are not here on accident and that God knows them by name and that he called them into something bigger. And his promises are yes and amen. And so even if you didn't have a parent to lead you into who you were, ask God, Lord, I want i want your perfect will for my life i want to be in all the relationships you tied me to calling me to i want to be on all the circles of influence i want to be on all the stages i want to be everywhere that you have called me to be and then then deal with the fear you got to deal with the fear and then ask the lord put me around people who are tied to my purpose who can speak to my purpose who can encourage me to be the best best very Version of myself, and God will begin to do that for you. And then, can I encourage my men for a second? Don't be afraid. And I'm just being honest, and this is for men or women. Don't be afraid of a person who strikes your purpose or who pushes you into purpose. Don't be afraid of a wife who may, of a woman who may speak to your purpose. Don't be afraid of her. Don't be afraid of that assignment. Don't be afraid of the woman. Who will make your life better because she is sent to be your divine help she is sent to be your divine help so when you get attached to a woman she's sent to be your helpmate so when you find a woman that is speaking to your purpose, and that is going to help you towards purpose. Don't be afraid of her. She'll have a different standard, um, especially if she's heard from the Lord. She understands who she is, and she's really good for you. And a lot of times, we'll shrink back from that person, and we don't want to attach ourselves to that person because they hold us to a certain level of accountability and for standard. And it's just like, okay, um. I need to attach myself to that person and I need to stay attached and I need to hold on. And a lot of times God God has already guided us or put us around the right person. And we so afraid of God's greatness being pulled out of us because we've operated in a certain level for so long. Um, that those relationships feel foreign to us when they're really the very best relationship for us. So ask God, open my eyes to see me, give me ears to hear. Um, help me overcome my fear so that I don't continue to stay in relationships that are not healthy and relationships that are not according to purpose and relationships that keep me comfort comfortable. Um, oh, don't y'all stop that. Y'all don't stop, stop that. And so I, I, I'm honored to be with y'all because I see the greatness in y'all. So some of my the women that I am uh, mentoring right now are on here and I just love y'all. And when God assigns you to a person, believe this, he has put absolutely everything for you inside that purpose and everything that's in you is inside, Any everything that you need is inside that purpose, person. That's the purpose of covenant relationships. Covenant relationships fill in the gap. Well, what's most sad is most of us are in, not in covenant relationships or we're afraid of covenant relationships Or we won't tie ourselves to covenant relationships. We don't want those relationships because they're weighted. They're heavy. And they pull greatness out of us. And sometimes it's painful. Like sometimes it's painful. So you got to be okay for covenant relationships. I want relationships in my life that mean something. I want relationships that mean something. I want relationships in my life that are going to call me to greatness. And it doesn't mean those relationships are always serious that's not what that means. It just means those relationships are for our good, right? Those relationships are yoked in Christ. God is at the center of those relationships and we're not leading those relationships. God is leading those relationships and that's the divine setup. That's what a lot of us have been missing um those relationships. And it doesn't have to be a whole lot of relationships. God can send you one person that will change the trajectory of your life. One person. God can send you one person. I don't know why I'm even on this, but I know it's significant. God can send you one person who will change the trajectory of your life. It can be through this devotional. It can be through... um, I'm going to share a little bit of a testimony on here, and I'm not going to but i met someone in one season of my life and we did not connect then right we didn't connect i met her in one season of my life we were cool and when i met her we were cool like i was teaching um god had just given me the skills to be a really good teacher and i was teaching and as i was um as i was teaching we were cool and then we she saw me in another season but we really weren't connected and then in this last season of my life, God would bring me directly in her life and she was in a suicidal state. And I didn't know the Holy Spirit revealed to me that she was in a suicidal state. Like God revealed to me that she was in a suicidal state. And I'm talking about like when I first encountered her, she had just kind she had tried to kill herself she was still on the board like she was still she was still on the border of killing herself and when god sent me into her life to connect with her at this very moment right and i was and i'm not always up in her face But God sent me in her life to be a lifeline to her and because of divine connections and we may have never encountered and because of divine relationships and because of other people, we came right, 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 right in connection at the right time and God would save us. Her life like God would save her life and he would just use some words that he gave me I can't take credit for who Jesus is in my life I can't he would the Holy Spirit would give me the right right things to say to her that would save her life and she is walking step and step and closer and closer into her purpose and it was the same for me my husband, different people I've encountered. I have three people that mentor me. They have been divine connections. It's the reason that I drive an hour to church, right? He sent people into my life that would divinely lead me into directions. And so you got to understand providence. You got to understand you gotta understand um, who and what God is. You gotta understand these divine relationships, and sometimes we will press those relationships away. Men don't miss this. Men don't miss this. God will send a woman that's graced to be your helpmeet to speak into your future. And as women, and I need you to hear me in this, and as you, she is, as she is divinely sent as your helpmeet to, to speak into your future, then women, you being connected to him will elevate, elevate you, elevate you, you will elevate, you will walk into the fullness of your purpose. It's a divine assignment. And a lot of times, um, we won't look for those divine assignments. And we're afraid of those divine assignments because those divine assignments look so unfamiliar and they don't look like regular relationships. And God is like, no, I'm connecting. You to this devotional, right? And a lot of times people say, "Well, I need you to mentor me," and I'm like, "If you'll stay on this devotional, God is gonna give you everything you need." Or if you'll connect to ladies' Bible study, God is gonna give you everything you need. Or if you'll if you're assigned to my life, if I'm assigned to your life, and you connect to pillow talk, God is gonna give you everything you need every time. Some some God positions me or puts me in place. If you know you're assigned to me, I promise you God will give you everything you need if you'll stay in place and you think that it doesn't have to look like normal relationships. And I've watched God, I've watched God use others in my life and use my life. I tell you all the time about my friend Jess, Kim, Shonda. Shonda is on here. Um, Our story within itself, I could write a whole book on Shonda and I and our relationship, but those divine assignments and relationships are necessary in your life and a lot of times we've been missing them because we think they should fit or feel like something normal and they are not designed to fit or feel like something normal and so we won't press into them. We get easily offended by them. Um, We never spend time praying on them. I can, can I say that? Yes. Holy Spirit. Some of y'all have missed your husband or your wife because you felt like it should look like a certain way. Yeah, Jonathan and David were necessary, right? Jonathan and David were necessary, even though Saul was after Jonathan's knife. Ruth and Boaz, uh, the relationship with Naomi was necessary for Ruth to get to Boaz, right? And so we got to start looking at like, what appointments, what relationships I remember, am I missing, right? Because I'm afraid of divine setups or divine connections. Like I'm afraid of those relationships because those relationships don't seem right, right? Moses had to be Born into the family of Aaron because God knew that he would need Aaron. He would need his brother to speak for him in a season. And even when we're born into certain relationships, we don't necessarily understand those relationships that we're born into, but they're necessary. Sometimes you're frustrated because someone may have given you up for adoption, but it may have been necessary for them to give you up for adoption so that you could be connected to the family that would lead divinely to your destiny. Romans 8 and 28 says to us all things. Like I want to read that to you, and I'm going to get into the helmet of salvation, but God has sent me this way for a reason. And I feel him and I feel the passion. I need to give you this. And it says, and the Holy Spirit helps us, Roman 8, 26, in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. That is why we need the Holy Spirit, right? That is why we need the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. The Holy Spirit puts us in the position and pleads with us in harmony with God's own will, right? And so when we don't know what to pray or when we don't know what relationships we are connected, supposed to be connected to, God will cause providence to come in our life. To divinely connect us to people in Magnolia, to people in California, to people in Texas. And I'm grateful for technology because technology allows us to be connected in this way. So then he says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good of those who love God and are called according to their to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be his firstborn among many brothers and sisters and having chosen them he called them to come to him and having called them he gave them right standing with himself and having given them right standing he gave them his glory so what shall we say about such wonderful things as these if god is for us who can ever be against us so for those of y'all that are so suspicious of relationships instead of taking time to pray over the relationships right if god is for us who can be against us ever again it says since he did not spare even his own son but gave him up for us all won't he also give us everything else who dares accuse us whom god has chosen for his own no one for god himself has given us right standing with himself who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from the from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? <laughs> right? No. Despite all these things, Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us, and I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus. And when you get into the ninth verse, it talks about God's selection of Israel. There is so much power in reading the word of God to understand the necessity of divine relationships. A lot of times we will experience God's love, God working for us, through certain relationships. But when we are fearful of these relationships or um, if we are used to being so bossed up or leading and God leads us to a relationship in which we have to submit and surrender, Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. It's hard for us, right? Well, I'm grown and God is telling you to submit to a person or submit to a woman of God or submit. I love the love that God needs us, right? The love the, the love that God needs to get to us, the power of God that needs to be demonstrated in our life is going to come through relationships. So we can't be afraid of divine relationships, appointments, and so- assignments. I used to be social Suspicious of people, and we will be so suspicious of people because we've been hurt by people. And I get that, right? But when God is calling you into purpose and God is calling you into connection and God is calling these people into your life, He's sending them to love you, Um, He's sending them to extend grace to you. And so we have to stay steadfast in the fact that God is calling this and do this, spend more time praying about the relationships, when you feel the divineness of a relationship, like when you feel this. So let me tell you this. First of all, the anointing jaws, the anointing jaws, the anointing draws, the anointing draws. And sometimes, especially if it's in an opposite relationship of male and female, the anointing will be drawing, right? And we'll think that that's the person that we're supposed to marry. And that is not necessarily the person that we are supposed to marry. It's just the anointing is drawing us together. But because we are so anxious in so many ways, we don't spend enough time in prayer, praying about our relationship we run into, oh, I felt something for someone. No, I, I'm i going to run into, no, pause. I don't care if you're, you called to go to church with some person. I'm just being honest. Everybody in church doesn't mean that you guys are supposed to be super tight. We are supposed to be super tight in the body of Christ, but not every relationship, right? Not every relationship are you connected to in that inner bubble circle, but we won't even spend time and praying over the relationships and asking God about the relationships, we just run head on oh that's my mama, oh that's my sister, oh that's my No. Spend time bathing the relationship so God that could reveal the relationship to you. The spirit of God is always going to draw you to other believers, right? And you won't understand why he's drawing you to a person. You, He's been drawing you to this devotional. And somebody will say, y'all just all, you know what I'm saying, stupid stuff. You just a fan of hers. No, I'm a fan of Christ. And because Christ lives in her, then I'm drawn to this encounter with her because Christ is drawing me to this relationship and so a lot of times we don't understand the divineness of God drawing us into relationships right and because we don't understand I feel like this is a mother moment or something I don't know because we don't understand the divineness of God and that light draws and that we were called to be a city on the hill and we don't understand how kingdom relationships work um, we get connected in relationships and we mishandle the relationships and we have hazardly our relationships because we think everything that we need to do is rushed. We think everything, or because we suffer from low self-esteem, can I be real with y'all today? Because I suffer from low self-esteem, I won't press into the necessity of the relationship, right? Because, um, I, I'm going to think I'm bothering you right? I don't want to bother you. No, you're not a bother. You're never a bother to God, right? And when God has sent people in your life to love you and to breathe life into you, and for you a connection, you're never a bother. But low self-esteem will have you not tapping into the relationship because you'll be like, well, I don't want to bother them today. No, when a person is called and assigned to you, you're never a bother. Now, it doesn't mean they scheduled not busy. It doesn't mean that you might not have to make some arrangements and make some time, but you're not a bother, but low self-esteem will make you think you're a bother. Your you're, you're low self-esteem will make you think that. That's what makes you think. Anytime you start having thoughts that are negative, thoughts that are not lovely, thoughts that are not pure, thoughts that are not of good report. And for those of us that are on assignment, and you need to ask if you're on assignment as well. You need to ask. You need to ask if you're on assignment as well. We ain't assigned to everybody. Um, I'm not assigned. We're not assigned to everybody. We're not assigned to everybody, right? And so you need to ask if this is the person as well that God is assigning you to. What is my assignment here? What is my assignment in this person's life? Get the wisdom of God because everybody you're not assigned to, especially when you're in a season of healing. When you are in a season of healing. You need to spend time getting healed. You need to spend time getting healed. You cannot be helpful to anybody else until you are getting healed. And I see people all the time trying to lead people when they're wounded and they're bleeding out. And when we try to lead people, when we are bleeding out, we set ourselves up for an infection we do we we set ourselves up for an infection like we set ourselves up for an infection and so we got to begin to play pray and understand that god is always at work behind the scenes in our life and god is always at work in our relationships understanding the covenant relationships in our understand life, understanding the partnerships. If you got a problem with women, then probably when we get to the core of it, the problem is you. And I'm just going to be honest. And low, low self-esteem, because a lot of us don't have God esteem, because we're not building up, built up low self-esteem is one of the most damaging things and will hinder and harm so many different relationships. Because... We always look at the value of the relationship from poor eyesight. My God, we do. We look at the value of the relationship from poor eyesight. So it goes back to what we've been learning in Ephesians. I got to understand who I am in Christ first so that I understand all of the relationships that I'm to be connected to. And these relationships do not define me. God defines me first. And when I understand that God defines me first, right? When I understand that God said I am chosen. When God, I know that God says I am holy. When I understand that God... Adopted me when I understand that God is righteous, I'm righteous, that when I understand I'm purchased, right? And grace and mercy is on my life. When I understand that God will reveal His mysterious plan, I've got to be built up in who God said I am. When I understand that I am purposed, then I won't operate in relationships from a place of low self-esteem. But i gotta know that god so so that's why it's not a bad thing for you to pull back and be like i need to figure myself out before i'm intertwined in all these relationships because if i figure myself out before i'm intertwined in all these relationships then when a strong person in the lord comes into my life a strong woman and yes xavier when a strong woman comes into my life or a strong man who is bold in Christ, comes into my life, I won't be intimidated by them because I know who I am. And I know they can only make me better, baby. And I know their greatness doesn't minimize my greatness or who they are doesn't work against who I am. As a matter of fact, I understand that covenant relationship. If we get over and talk about Jonathan and David, Jonathan, even though we know David to be king, right? Jonathan wasn't um, a small person. Jonathan was the son of the king. And when you are the son of the king, you have certain rights, you have certain privileges, you have protection. And so even though God would name David to be king, come on now, even though God would name David to be king, Jonathan, because his heart was right towards God, understood assignments, understood divine appointments. He never didn't, he did never feel like he was in a less than state because God had already called him to be the son of the king, the son of the king. And he knew that there was a weightiness to him being the son of the king and because Jonathan was the son of the king every time um, David was in adverse situations Jonathan was able to be in position and help David out right and help David out he was able to be in position and help David out because he was the son of the king He was the son of the king, even though he wouldn't take the throne next, right? He understood who he was. You got to go read the relationship between David and Jonathan. Even though he should have been the next to take the throne, God appointed David to take the throne next. God called him first, right? And because he called him next, Jonathan had no problem. They loved each other intensely because Jonathan understood his divine assignment and relationship to David. And David understood. And David would fulfill his assignment to Jonathan even after. Come on now, you got to know what the word says. Even after Jonathan said, he said, is there any, is there not anyone left in the house Uh, for Jonathan. Is there any, not any heir? And someone says, wait, there is. Methibosheth is left and he gets him and he restores him. And he restores Jonathan's honor. See, sometimes we don't understand divine setup or divine relationships have to do with our generations. They have to do with our generations. They have to do with what comes after us. Sometimes we're so set on gratifying ourselves that we don't realize that our divine relationships are for generations. You for generations. Like I that are they are for generations. And so we miss the divine setup for the generations, right? We are but that's why we have to get confident in the word, confident in our purpose. We have to understand what God has said. We have to ask uh, uh, honestly operate in the mind of Christ. Remember I tell you all the time in Corinthians, Corinthians, it reminds us these things cannot be discerned in the natural. These things can only be discerned in the spirit. And so when we miss divine assignment purpose and relationships it's because we have been trying to discern them in the natural when we have to discern them in the spiritual i'm gonna say this again because i feel this strong in my spirit some of y'all have missed the person that you're supposed to be married some of y'all done missed out on your wife Some of y'all have missed out on your husbands because you are afraid of the divine assignment and you're not even really petitioning God about the person. And you don't want to petition God about the purpose person because your heart has already said there's something significant about that person. And because the relationship is going to call you out of carnal places. It's going to cause you, call you out of carnal places. You don't want to even take your time to figure out if this is the person that God has assigned you to marry. You don't want to even spend no time praying in the Holy Spirit to figure out if whether or not this is the person that God has called you to marry, right? Or a church or a ministry or whatever God has called you assigned to will miss out on divine assignments. Because of low self-esteem, because we have our own direction, because we know better for our marriage. When God is telling us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the purpose I have for you, Israel. Well, I know the purpose I have for you. When he says to us in Jeremiah 1 and 5, I already formed you in your mother womb. I know every relationship I need to connect you to. I know every person that needs to be involved in your life, but fear and intimidation keeps us walking from walking in the fullness of those relationships because they're uncomfortable. Because they're uncomfortable. But God will use those people for God to get the glory out of your life. Thank 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 to get the glory of your life. Paula, that's powerful. I didn't even know all of that about you. That's powerful. But I heard God and I know what He told me to ask you to do. And you're right. He's taking your hands and allowing you to get the glory out of Him. It may seem insignificant for what you're doing. to to someone else, but it's so significant to God. And he's like, I'm going to use Paula's hands anyway, because her life is not over. Her season has not ended yet. What a testimony, woman of God. What a testimony. I'm going to use Paula at a different place and at a different level. And even though it seems behind the scenes, it's working for Paula's good and it's working for Lakeisha's good. And it came from a devotional being shared on the site. So, No, without a doubt. I don't know why we needed to go in that direction. Maybe we needed to charge up into purpose. Maybe we needed to understand who and what God is and that God is rightly assigning us into relationships maybe maybe god no not maybe god is calling us in a season to be more intentional and to pray about the relationships and to pray more about our purpose and to ask god more clearly about the call on our life and to sit there until he answered and to not rush and not to rush and not to get ahead of god right not to get ahead of god like not to get ahead of god Don't move at the speed of you. Move at the speed of God. And just like when it seems it's, oh, wow, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Xavier. Thank you, Lord God. And just like when it seems like it's failing and falling off, And it's not working. It's working. Sometimes you just got to stay seated and be patient. Because what I know is patience produces endurance, right? That's what the scripture tells. Patience is producing something for you. Patience is producing something something in you. It's producing something in you that you need. It's producing something you need for the relationship. It's producing something you're going to need for the marriage. And some of y'all are going to give me a testimony uh, in a minute that y'all get married. I know that in my spirit. And the last time I prophesied this, it happened. Some of y'all getting ready to give me a testimony about your divine marriage because you went back and you sought the face of the Lord. And the Lord said to you, this is the person that I'm calling to be in the rest of your life, Romans 5 and 4 and 6. And patience produces character and character produces hope. And this hope will never disappoint us because God has poured out his love to fill our hearts. He gave us his love through the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to us. When we were unable to help ourselves at the right time, Christ died for us, although we were living against God. And so it's producing something. And if we'll slow down and we'll Um, and we'll wait, and we'll honor God, and we'll seek the kingdom of God first, and we'll stay focused on God, then he'll begin to resurrect dead relationships. Relationships are so important and necessary. God will begin to put us in the places of the people we are supposed to be connected to. God will begin to push us in a direction so that we can understand the purpose, who we were called to, prophets, teachers, priests, um, in the marketplace, marketplace ministry. God is trying to, in this season, define you correctly because either you've been defined by others or you've been defining yourself. And and God is saying to you, I don't want you to be defined by others. I don't want you to define yourself. I want you to know that I formed you, that I knew you, that I knew that you needed to be short or tall or or dark or light or country or city, I called you and I formed you and I appointed you and I set you in a place and I'm calling you to this and I need you to understand the clarion call on your life and who you are and what you are and get familiar with me first, baby. Like get familiar with me first so that you can walk into the clarion call that is placed on your life. My God, I thank you. I thank you for a word for your people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And be in resolve. Can I tell you something? Be resolved and say to yourself, I don't know what God has called me to, but God has called me. I don't know what it is, but God has called me. I'm not sure the plan, but God has called me like God has called me. God has called me. I don't know what it is, but God has called me. I don't understand it all, but God has called me or God is calling me and God is directing me To divine relationships and you know what God I'm not going to be afraid of those relationships anymore I'm not I'm not going to be scared I'm going to press into your presence I'm going to press into those relationships and I'm going to wait on you God and I'm going to trust you that you know the plans you have for me and even if it's a divine relationship that's not in my life I know God that you're going to bring that relationship back in my life a sign that this was true I need you to hear me a sign that is true is we're gonna have some suddenlies where marriages are concerned. Will y'all receive that today? Will y'all receive that? A sign that this is true is that you are we're gonna have some suddenlies where marriage is concerned. And I don't need you guys to not tell me what has happened. I need y'all to tell me the story so that I can give this testimony, a sign that this 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 what was said today needed to be said. We're gonna have some suddenly where marriage is concerned. We're going to have some restoration where relationships are concerned. Relationships are going to be repaired and renewed and brought forth like pure gold. But I'm looking for the sign that there are going to be some marriages formed because of what God has divinely orchestrated in your life. And it's going to be a suddenly. It's not going to add up. It's not going to make sense. It's not, but it's going to be all God. And I can't wait to see him do this. I hear him and I feel him strong in my spirit. But in the meantime, you don't make it happen. You don't try to force it. You spend your time in your face before God, becoming the very best version of yourself. The very best version of yourself you spend your time matthew 6:33 seeking first the kingdom of god you don't seek the relationship you don't seek the marriage you're not gonna seek that you're gonna seek god and as you continue to seek god before you know it it's gonna manifest yourself but some of y'all have already been connected to y'all spouses y'all just bypassed them because they didn't look like what you thought they were supposed to be i heard god when he said that so get back on your face before god petition god about your relationships Pray and ask God more about your purpose. Ask him for more clarity on your purpose so that you won't be all in all the place and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and stand still and see God and understand who God is to you and get solid in who you are. Get solid. Get solid in who you are in Christ Jesus. Well, I love y'all. Is that it, Holy Spirit? Do I need to share anything else? Ask God for revelation in his word. Ask God to revelation um, in His Word. That's Kirby. That's a powerful thing to say that's a powerful thing to say and if that's the sincerity of your heart and i believe it is because you wouldn't have said it god will place you in the relationship in which you will be able to serve a king you will be able to serve someone so if you say you're ready to be david's jonathan that's a powerful that's a submissive relationship you're saying i'm ready to submit my gifts and my talents to someone else so ask, let's pray. We're going to pray, but ask God for divine assignments. Ask God to open the eyes of your understanding. Remember, ask God to give you ears to hear, calm your spirit down, slow your day down. Like slow yourself down. Ask him, Lord God, give me revelation in your word. Give me revelation about the call. Give me revelation about who I am. Give me revelation. Ask about who you are and stop trying, like, don't be trying to figure out all these. Ask God, give me fresh perspective. Let me see me, see you, see me. And it's not for all my season people. And I'm going to say 45 and plus it's not too late. I heard somebody say that it's not too late. It's I don't care if you're 50, 55, 50, it's not too late for you to walk fully in your purpose. God did not call you just to go to church. He has an assignment on your life. You are still assigned. We just got to get you pushed and purposed toward kingdom purpose. Like we just got to get you pushed towards keeping kingdom purpose. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for fresh revelation this morning. I thank you for clarity of who we are. We thank you, Father God, for divine assignments and appointments coming to us today. Father God, even in this season that you are proving to us that you are still God. I thank you, Father God, for suddenly, suddenly in marriage. I thank you, Father God, for opening eyes to see, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you are revealing to the people that we are supposed to be connected with. Who we are in their life. I thank you, Lord God. Revelation is coming to them. You're giving them dreams. You're giving them visions. You're giving us words, Lord God. And thank you for revealing to us the people we are supposed to be connected to, Lord God. That you're giving us eyes to see that we won't be moving so fast that we will bypass them, Lord God. We repent, Lord God, for not being in faith in our relationships for not trusting you with our relationships, for not seeking you for our relationships. We repent for ignoring covenant relationships, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that you guard us in strength, Lord God, and that we become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we receive you as our divine GPS to lead us in correct and covenant relationships. And we cancel the assignment of the enemy off our purpose of our relationship, we bev- we we bind his divisive tactics back to the pits of hell from which he. Came, He will have no more authority in our relationships, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are pouring your spirit upon out upon all flesh, Lord God. And we are seated in your temple, and we are seated at your feet, and we are seated in your face. And we won't make brash decisions, and we won't continue to walk in things unless you have ordered and orchestrated us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the people of God are humbling themselves, that they are beginning to seek you, Lord God. God, that's what a sign of true humility that they are operating with a broken and contrite spirit, Lord God. I thank you. There is no more second guessing, Lord God, that we are being quieted in our spirits today, Lord God, asking you for truth, asking you for revelation, Lord God, and we will honor what you say. We will honor what you say. We will honor it, Lord God. We won't keep making up excuses, Lord God. Thank you for God esteem. Thank you for building us up in your word. Thank you for strengthening up us in your word. Thank you for the clarion calls on our life, Lord God. We thank you for the assignment and ministry and marketplaces. We thank you for the businesses you're calling us to. We thank you that there are no accidents. There's only providence, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that we are taking new chances today. New chances today, new chances today, and the sign will be suddenly, Lord God, I thank you for our suddenly, I thank you for opening doors to us. No man can shut, Lord God, and I thank you for closing and shutting doors that don't need to be opened, Lord, thank you, Providence is acting in our life today. I thank you, 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 I thank you. 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 Justice is being served. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I think as a community, and this is not ladies Bible study, as a community in the Coffee and Conversations daily book, I want us to read a book called If As a community, okay. I want us to read a book. I feel God, I hear God. There's a book called If. I think you can get the book off Amazon. I'm going to drop the information in the community. And I want this is male or female. This is in Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional. I've read the book before. I want us to read If as a community. This is women and men. This will go on in this book. I want us to read. Um, if as a community and so I'm gonna drop more information about if and I want you to get a book as soon as you can and we're gonna read if as a community and I'll send you more information so pay attention this isn't the ladies bible study group this is the group that's for everybody right so let me extend two more invitations if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior I want you to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Thank you for the assignment. I receive it. I heard you, Lord. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. We're going to do this as an exi- assignment. Um, come on, Teresa. Come on, Teresa. Come on. That's the testimony. So we're going to do If, the book If, and I'll drop all the links to it today. And we're going to read If as a community. And we're going to read it and you get your book. You can get it. Um, the, the, you can get it um, digital download. And I'm gonna, I'm talking about we're going to start this. I'm going to give you a few days to order your book to purchase your book. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can cash at me the money and I can ship you your book. But we're gonna do if as a community, and I'm excited. I heard God while I was teaching that we need to do that as a community. That's our male and female community. We're gonna do if I felt the shift. Um, but let me extend you the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior, here is your opportunity. Don't let another day go by. The reason that I am where I am, because Jesus took over my life, because he gave me self-worth, because he gave me value. And all I had to do was acknowledge that I was a sinner. And I was, I was so jacked up. I was so jacked up. I was living life in my own way. I was all over the place. I was defining myself. I didn't know who the value of who I was as a woman. I was being led by my flesh into darkness, and it was just crazy. And so God led me to Jesus. The Holy Spirit led me to Jesus. And when I accepted Him, when I acknowledged that I was a sinner, when I acknowledged that I needed help right? And then I believe Jesus Christ died for my sin and I confessed it with my mouth. And then I got baptized and I got baptized again at 27 because I needed a reset. God would begin to transform my life. Now, my next invitation to you is that you join our online community, that you become a partner with this ministry. And I'm just believing that God will speak to your heart because Partnership is what makes this ministry survive and move. You are our ministry partner. So every time we serve the homeless, you get credit for that. Every time we lay hands on the sick, every time a person gets saved, you're connected to that. And so I'm just believing God that God is ministering to your heart. Don't shut down. Pray and ask God, are you calling me to be a partner with LMJ ministry? And then if so, go to the website and get connected. No Partnership amount is too small. It may be a dollar that God leads you to sow every month. It may be $5. It doesn't matter what the money does. It helps us get the gospel throughout the entire world. It helps us to be able to feed the poor and the homeless that's what the money does. So consider becoming a monthly partner with us. Consider being connected and co-joined with this community. If the ministry is being a blessing to you, consider to be, consider it, consider becoming a partner with it. And regardless of whether you're a partnership or not, I love you. Yeah, I love you so much. I love you so much. And I thank you God for our kingdom partnerships. And those of you should be getting partner letters from me. We sent out some letters from our partners. You should be receiving them today. Today or the next couple of days. So look in your mailbox for your partner letterships. Father, I thank you for my partners today. I thank you for kingdom partnerships. I thank you for the giving of your people, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for every opportunity to get this gospel throughout the world. Bless the giving. Bless your people, Lord God. Strengthen us according to your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love you so, so much. Some of my partners are testifying that it's been multiplying them. I love you so much, but more than anything, that God loves you. God loves you. He 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 loves you. So do me a favor. Go be love today. Log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Get connected through email. Subscribe to the Daily Devotional. And we'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. I'm going to post all the information in the community about. uh, Yeah. <laughs> about- Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.